everybody. Welcome to a very special What's Up with Pastor Chuck. And uh, today you're not really going to hear from me. You're going to hear from Dr. Caroline Leaf. Uh, we had such a good time with her. Uh, I felt like I was drinking from a fire hose from all that she wanted to share that we took a part of it, the most in-depth part of it, and we saved it for this podcast. And what we're going to be talking about or what she's going to be talking about is a way of doing mind management. Now, here's where she's going. She believes that God gave you a mind and it's a gift from God. And that mind is so powerful, so energized, it actually shapes your brain. Now, I want you to grab hold. This is not just an opinion. She can show by research your brain gets shaped by your mind. And if you have more toxic thoughts in your brain, you actually experience what we'd be very real brain damage. And if you have more positive, optimistic thoughts, your brain will actually grow and and your brain will be healthier and will function better. And here's what we need to understand. The mind is what does this. And so as you change your mind or manage your mind, you will actually be changing your brain, which will affect every other organ in your body and will also help you with your mental health, your physical health, but most of all, for you to spiritually connect with God. So we asked her, how do you do this? How do you actually do the mind management? And so she wanted you to know that it's a choice. You can choose to do it or not choose to do it. But God created you to have choice. Uh, Dr. Lee's favorite verse is this, Deuteronomy thirty nineteen, where God says, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. And so this form of mind management is a way to choose life. It's a way to actually choose to live the abundant life Jesus calls you to. And there are five steps in it. So I do want to tell you it's a little complex. No, I say it's wrong. It's a lot complex because you're complex, but it's worth listening, maybe even pausing and thinking about what you heard and then going to the next and going to the next. She'll give you a little longer introduction on all the things behind why this would work. And then she's going to give you five steps to take. And you do this for 21 days and then you repeat it for 21 more days and you repeat it for at least 21 more days, a minimum of 63 days, and you will change and you will be choosing life and you will be experiencing God. So may this podcast bless you. May Dr. Leaf's wisdom actually cause incredible change to occur in your life, in my life. And may we not only experience that blessing, but as it says in Deuteronomy, may it go to the next generation and the next generation and beyond. So get ready right now. Here is my time with Dr. Caroline Leaf. There's certain steps you say to take, a system you take to do that capturing, to do the the work that would actually transform the thought, the okay. neuro... Neurocycle. 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 Okay, so, so I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then take I'm going to encourage yeah. people to go to the book and the app because I really walk you through. It's uh, huge. Okay, so this, in, in the book on page, I think I don't know what page it is, but I've got a little chart that shows you that if you do this, this is happening in your mind, your brain, and your body. When you do step two, this is happening in your mind, brain, and body. So what I've done is meticulously over 38 years look at how can I control the process of thought building? Because thought building is what we do all day long, as I've been describing. Right. So if everything is going 
into my brain as a thought and then into my gene code, how can I control it? And so what is a thought? So first of all, very quickly, a thought is this, these trees. They're made of proteins, and thoughts are made of memories. The root memories are the source, the origin story, and the, the branches are your interpretation of that based on your other memories that you have inside other thought trees. And it's a physical part of your brain. It's a physical part of your brain, yeah. and it keeps changing. And that's yeah. neuroplasticity, the ability we have to change the brain. So the neurocycle is how we control this process, how we direct this process of how we think, feel, and choose about what we're experiencing and how we therefore put that in the brain, how we activate the circuitry and the end product. So you become an interior designer of your brain. Oh. You're directing the neuroplasticity. And in doing that, you can also look at these non-judgmentally, in kindness, as I keep on saying and unpack them. Okay, so let's say we're dealing with a huge toxic thought in our life. Let's say that there's tremendous um, despair and um, depression and, and just life overwhelm. And, and there's a lot of people who can relate to that now. I mean, you can unpack that in whatever way. It's, if you're feeling, I'm sure everyone now could think of um, at least three situations that are really affecting their creativity, their functionality, their burning them out, overwhelm, etc. So just think of three, and now as I'm talking, zone in on one. So if people can just do that for me for, while they're listening to this. Okay, so now let's say that you've identified the toxic thought. You're not sure of the detail that you don't have to know. It's only the first moment. You need 63 days to really unpack it. But what, what I want you to do is just to capture that as as much as you can, even if it's very blurry, and try and give some sort of a name to it. So maybe it is the isolation of COVID, or maybe it is a relationship issue. It, it, you can be as broad as that, because you'll unpack and get the detail as you go through the neurocycle. So that's the first thing. Now, how do I, f now once I've got this big thing, what are the signals coming? This tree is sending out signals. What are the signals that are coming at me? And the signals are in four categories. What are the emotions? As you think of that, okay. what are you feeling? Like maybe depression, maybe anxiety. You remember they're feeling, they're warning signals. They're not brain diseases like we've been sold. It's not a brain disease, okay? It will change the brain. This is toxic to the brain. But the source is not in the brain. The source is what happened, okay? It reflects in the brain. So whatever we experience is the source, and that gets built into the brain. The mind shows up in the brain. The experience shows up in the brain, and that will damage the brain. But if you capture it, you can fix the brain and fix the body. That's the beauty of this. And that's what the neurocycle is doing. Yeah. It's teaching you to very intentionally look at these patterns. What are these three to start with? Choose one. And that's the one you hone in for the next 63 days. Now, how do I start knowing more about that? What are my signals? So what am I feeling? What am I feeling in my body? So what am I feeling in my emotions? What am I feeling in my body? What am I feeling in my, what, what are my behaviors related to this? Um, so depression, um, heart palpitations, um, lack of creativity, mind, uh, brain fog, overwhelm, perspective, life sucks. So uh, that could be as simple as that, okay? So you just, those are your signals, so they're emanating from here. Now what you do is visualize that you're in a helicopter and that you are the pilot, which is the messy mind in life, and messy mind's totally acceptable if you're human, you're a mess, but you have your wise mind, which is the wisdom that made in God's image, the wired for love, which is plugged directly into the wisdom of God, and you're flying together. So the co-pilot's the wisdom. And so now that you've identified this, you're now flying over this thing, and you're looking at these signals, and you've been flying over it, you keep avoiding it, but now you listen to wisdom, which says land the plane. So you you land the plane. You land the helicopter, the time capsule, whatever you want to call it. And you land the plane with wisdom. And you step out and all around is wisdom because 
God is all around us. It's uh, it, it, not not up there and down there. If you look, prayer is um, uh, what is that one scripture um, that I'm thinking of now? It's gone out of my head. But basically, we immersed in love. We immersed in wisdom, and we see from quantum physics that the gravitational fields have are like love waves. So you imagine yourself landing in in this this love wave in, uh, uh, system, and you're in this helicopter, and you get out you and you. Messy mind and wisdom, and you are with God because you plugged in. So you get that visual, and now you say, you stand back and you observe yourself, and you are very kind to yourself. So this the setup is vital. If you don't do the setup, you're not going to do this thing properly. And the and the setup is okay. Wise mind, messy mind. I'm incredible. I'm made in God's image. This is not who I am. I'm showing up like this for a reason. You can't see the reason because the tree is buried. The roots are buried in the sand, so you don't know what it is. But you can see all the mess. But you need to be able to understand the mess so you can find the cause. So then you start the process of that's the setup. Okay. Now that setup is you as you've landed the plane and you look at this mess. It can be very, very frightening, and very can put you into a high state of of um, you, your emotions can become even more anxious. So what you need to do is brain preparation to calm the brain down, because the brain and the body are now racing. Your heart's racing. Your mind's yeah, racing. Yeah. So you want to do some basic breathing exercises, or you can pray something just before you start doing the work. So just a little bit of brain preparation, two minutes, mm -hmm. one minute, and then you start the five steps. So the setup is really important. The brain prep is really important, and then you dive into the um, action. And the action is five. Steps steps, which is gather, reflect, write, recheck, and active reach. And basically gather is like getting a basket in an apple orchard. And you go and you say, oh, I like that tree. I want that apple. And I want that apple. And I want that apple. You control it. Uh -huh. At this stage, so now I've landed the plane. I'm controlling. I've landed the plane. I've chosen to there. Can you see the whole thing mm -hmm. is I have agency. And when people feel that they don't have agency, they don't feel empowered to be able to do anything. But if you feel you have agency, you think you could, you could do stuff. So you basically then start gathering. What do you gather? You gather those signals that you spoke about, the feelings, the body symptoms, the behaviors, the perspective, and you start putting them in your basket and you start looking at them a little bit more deeply and that then takes you to the next step. So it's very objective, it's very kind, it's very organized, it's very systematic. As you do everything I've just said up to this point, you have got the two sides of the brain working together. You've increased blood flow in the front of your brain. You've increased oxygen to the front of your brain. You've increased what we call the theta wave, which is a wave that helps you to get quite deep and also helps you to feel a whoosh of healing through your body. So a sense of calmness and peace. I mean, there's a million other things. I'm mm -hmm. just giving you a couple. Yeah. Um, then you, then as you're in that state, when you gather, now you gather. You, when you've picked those apples, um, you then go into reflection. Reflection is asking, answering, and discussing, and it's trying to find more details about the signals because that will then give you an idea of how you see yourself. So let's say, for example, that you're talking about relationships because we used that example in the beginning, and you have a sense that it could be something to do with childhood, but you're not quite sure. There's something there that, that is like a lurch in your stomach. Mm. And, but you know you have to, there's a volcano going in your life. Your life's falling apart. You have to do something. So you know all of that, and, but you're not sure of the detail. So now as you're reflecting, you start reflecting on those signals, and it starts showing you how you see yourself. So this, the signal reflection on the signals that you've put in your, you know, that you've gathered. So you've gathered, okay? Uh -huh. That reflection of what you've gathered will start seeing how you see yourself. 
in the situation, how you think about yourself, maybe it's shame and I'm bad and I'm this and I'm that. And it can be a shock that when you start getting, the truth starts pouring out, then you immediately write that down. And the writing is not just linear, you're writing what I call a metacog, which I have a video in the app and that I describe it in the book. And there's a lot of tools that I have, I have that describe it. It's a way of writing. And if you don't know how to metacog, it doesn't mean you don't have to do the step. You can just write. But if you do a metacog, it's a way of organizing information in a pattern. And it forces the brain, the two sides of the brain to work harder together. It activates those 200 areas of the brain and it increases your access to your wisdom, which is in your non-conscious mind. So it takes you deep right. and it pulls stuff up that you didn't know was there. And then that can be very like overwhelming. So the fourth step is to try and bring some order into that. And then and the you actually say you have to write right. Write right. You must write down. Yeah, not yeah. type. You know, you, it's better to write because you get much more interaction. And that's what I understood. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. You, you want to write. You want to physically write. And you can, at, as you do the 42 days, you can actually edit. In the app, um, in the, app you can, um, the NeuroCycle app, I have a place where you can actually, um, in the second phase, 22, 23 through 42, you can actually write. Mm -hmm. There's the new version that's going to be released very soon. And there you can type into the app. But you can, some people prefer to type. If you really want to, you can. I'm not going to stop you. But the point is you need to get it on something. Preferably right. write. And then the fourth step is to organize what you've written. And then the fifth step is like a full stop. Um, and where you are saying, okay, I've done the work for today. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm now going into the rest of my day. So you can give yourself the action. And this is a great place to, to select a scripture. And especially a scripture that's related to what you're working on. So if you're, you've seen today maybe that you are shame that you see yourself as shame, then you go find a scripture that shows you that you're not shame. And every time today when you feel yourself being drawn back to ruminate, because you ruminate going back and like hashing this thing around, you say, no, grab the scripture and you discipline your mind to go onto that hook, vagin a beautiful flower or something. You can do anything that's to keep that, it's an anchor that keeps you in a healthy space. Tomorrow you'll come back and then tomorrow you pick up and you go a little bit further. The first day you may only achieve, it, each day is a little bit, you're not going to solve it on day one. It's going to take you a full mm -hmm. 21 days to just get to a point where you're here. And then you start the whole growing process and stabilization process. But it works. I've shown, I've shown with years of research, 81% um, improvement in how you manage your mind when you do this. Yeah. And then it carries over into your day-to-day -day function. Yeah, 81%. That's really, really huge. huge. Yeah, that's it's huge. huge. And when I look at all that and I think about, you, you've described a lot of the complexity of the mind mm -hmm. and how that affects the brain mm -hmm. and how that affects the body. I just sit back and say, that's a miracle. I mean, it it's is just a miracle. a miracle of creation. Mm -hmm. It and is. And we are, we are those miracles making it happen. We are in a Genesis moment every moment. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and we can decide what does it look like. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay. These are not, you are not bad if you have those emotions. You are totally normal and human. You, in fact, you're never going to get away from those emotions. They are part of being human and they are beautiful messengers. Read them for what they are and make them work for you. Yeah, that single person with their unique mind and brain and to know that we're all, you, you talked about we all have giftedness. We need to appreciate each other. That actually begins to be a huge miracle of the creation of God that's ongoing to me. Exactly. So yeah. when, when we start looking at other people around us that are different and not, not liking them because they don't believe what you believe, that's toxic in itself. If you think, oh, well, you're not my tribe. I don't this. I'm judging you. Or this, we, that in itself causes brain damage. When we can reach a point in humanity where we can do what Jesus actually told us to do, which was love everyone despite what they believe, what they do, what they say, that's when we are operating in 
what it means to be, what it really means to be human. And I yeah. believe that's what Jesus came to show us, what it means to be human, operating in love. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. We thank actually you. got you here. And thank I would you. love I'm to sure have you back, you and Mac back with thank us. Thank you. Uh, on the Crossroads come. campus with our family. And unpack this in a bit slower. We've tried to put so much in, okay, in one so session. That, that made a question I got to ask before we stop. Like if we were to do like a, a MRI of our brains during this time we've been interacting, is yours more active than mine and faster than mine? Because I feel like it is. No, you know what? We're all different. So, it, and I would use it. I would use a QEEG and an fMRI, and you'd see just different patterns in different parts of the brain. Okay, and I feel like I'm, mine's I'm moving talking, slower. <laughs> I'm t that's funny. I'm talking about stuff that I'm that I know a lot of. Mm -hmm. But if you were talking about your subject, you would see a different kind of activity. But yes, it's, I hear you. I see your joke. I yeah. love it. I'm actually I am, I am fast. I'm always like my mind goes like that all, all the time. So oh, I, and I, I really appreciate you. And, <laughs> yeah, and and all your sharing and all the help you give and how it does make a difference. So I thank you, thank that's you. That's my pleasure. I just want people to know it's okay to be a mess. Yeah. Just manage it. That's why we have a Messiah there for the go. mess. Ma exactly. <laughs> I love it. See? You see? There you go. Well, thank you very much. It's a again. pleasure. Thank you.